Alright, so it is time. It's another week. And right here on 97.3 CTFM, we bring you The Auto Show. This is the show that discusses everything auto mechanics and you being a passenger, a driver, a pedestrian. Everything you need to know about cars, motorcycles, engines, and in between. It's right here on this show from now till 5 p.m. And this show is proudly sponsored by Total Quartz. Keep your engine younger for longer. They make sure we come your way every week. Right here on 97.3 CTFM. My name is Osei Kwame. And yes, uh, Total Quartz has a Quartz 9000 Future GF5 0W20 for you listening to me right now. If your car requires that, this is the engine oil for you. And yes, we're going to be talking about air conditions. Now, see, it's been quite humid lately. Quite humid. And today that we decided to talk about air conditions, it decides to rain. Regardless, we're going to talk about air conditions uh, for a bit. And then we're going to open the phone lines midway through the show for you to call in and uh, let us know what is going on with your car. And uh, we'll answer those questions. In the meantime, you can also text us on 0549-986-996. That is 0549 986996. The show is the auto show. And on Twitter, we uh okay, we are tweeting at night city973. And you can mention us with the hashtag Total Auto Show. Alternatively, our email address is total.autoshow at gmail.com. That is total.autoshow at gmail.com. So make sure you're part of the show with your messages. I'm in the studio with Mr. Jacob Mensa, soon to be joined by an AC expert. And the show and the conversation, like I said, we're talking about air conditions. And uh, just a reminder, we are recapping all the major topics that we've done throughout this season. Since we're going into December, we're going to be telling you or just reminding you of the things we've spoke about. We've spoken about, yes. And uh, if you have any questions, since all these things do still break down, if not start breaking down, you learn more. So stay tuned and uh, let's begin the show. Hey, <laughs> Charlie, check this. <laughs> the sound of this engine 
music to my ears. I know you. But you check your engine oil. I wish they tell you at the check. I've told you I only use total quartz engine oils. With its age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger for longer. Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz has introduced a new one, Seth. I remember, Quartz 9000 Future 0W20, right? Thank you. It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Quartz Future 0W20, it ensure excellent engine protection and cleanliness whilst reducing your fuel consumption so it is save money. The Quartz Nation movement took. Mr. Money, Rogozo, and Bobo Nyele, all 10 Quartz ambassadors now. You did there. Master, straight to the nearest total filling station. Oh. Total Quartz, keep your engine younger for longer. Okay, touch this. All right, so if you just tuned in, you're welcome to the Auto Show. I'm in the studio with Mr. Jacob Mensa and Gerard of Auto Chill. And we're here from now till 5 p.m. to talk about air conditions. Now, to, I mean, from now till about the end of the year. There's going to be a lot of traffic. There's going to be a lot of heat. There's going to be a lot of issues with using your air condition. And sometimes people do complain that air conditions uh, messing up their batteries, their fuel. Plenty things. Plenty things. So today I've brought two experts. Mr. Jacob Mensah, who is a regular, and uh, Gerard of AutoChill, who is going to take us through what these machines do and why we need to use them. And if we're going to use them, what we need to know. So gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank all right, you. all right, all right, all right. So, any of you can take the start of this conversation. Let's first of all, I mean, break down what I mean makes up the air conditioning system and why it's very important for the car. Oh, okay, the air conditioning system, like you said, is a device that is supposed to make you comfortable. Yeah. Uh, um, when you're driving. Yeah. Yes, but now it also plays other roles. Um, it has become a security feature because when you roll up your glass. Yeah. Then you are safe from outside elements. Yeah. Uh, I and you know, I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of it in that way. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so that is it. And then also health. Then you don't breathe in the fumes from other cars. Maybe dust cars from outside. And, and then the third one, which is also about safety, uh, is not only when it's hot that you need the air conditioner, but when it rains. Because the air conditioner has the ability to defog your glass. You don't need your heater. Yeah. In fact, when you put on your heater, then you mean visibility drops mm -hmm. to near zero. Yeah. So the air conditioner is very, very important in situations like ours, where the weather is hot, humid, dusty, and probably uh, other outdoors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is the general yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't even think of yeah, this the way it's been yes we're going to do the breakdown but mm -hmm. you want to add something before we do the breakdown of the components no i don't want to add anything what Gerard said is okay okay yeah. so let's, let's break down the components of what makes up this system what and what do we need to know because people need to know what can get spoiled so we need all the elements of what makes up this system so that if something gets bought and somebody mentions that you need to buy a compressor, you don't go like, hey, is that one too bad off? <laughs> you get it? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, um, once upon a time, air conditioner was just a basic thing. Mm -hmm. Compressor, condenser, evaporator, linked by hoses and lines with one simple pressure switch. But now, it has gotten very elaborate. 
Okay, now let's do the elaborate one. Yeah, the elaborate <laughs> ones are not only the mechanical <laughs> aspect, you have the electrical electronic aspect. Yeah. And then we have even shifted from our time. Now we have air conditioners. We don't call them air conditioning again. We call them climate system. Yeah. Hey. Climate. Yeah, climate. Because they decide how to cool you. Right. And they decide when to even go off if there is a problem with an aspect of the vehicle operation. Mm. So everything is integrated. Nice. So you enter your vehicle, mm -hmm. you press the, if it is climate system, you find the auto button, you press it, and then it decides how hot the weather is. And it cools you accordingly. Right. And just, just to, let, let me come in with the basic ones, mm -hmm. and then we'll, we'll build on it. Okay. So as you already said, I know you're excited by the add-ons. We'll give it to you, don't worry. Yeah. The basic <laughs> thing, as you said, you had a compressor. You had the uh, uh, condenser. condenser, you had the receiver dryer, you had the expansion valve, you had the evaporator. They had the hoses connecting it. Yeah. This is the basic one. That's every basic every setup, condition yes. will have the systems. Basic, yes. yes. And then because of electronics and uh, other things, then the add-ons have come to make it easier for you to you just press, as you were saying, you press the auto. And then, then it they decides. They decide sometimes to give a full blast, very high uh, air. Yeah. See, then after some time, it, it drops. It starts going down. Yeah, so I, I will just add it here and I'll leave it to So I sit in the car and I turn the, the, the AC on an auto and it's and I, I get angry like, ah, do you so right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a system which is realizing the heat outside. Right. And it's giving you the air you need. But he knows the, he knows the, the temperature. When he started it, he knows the temperature within the, in, the, in the car. Yeah. He knows the volume of air that the car, he knows the size of the car. Yeah. Sure. It knows there's a sensor that is sensing the outside temperature. So it knows that the outside temperature is this. The inside temperature that you want is this. You set it to maybe, let's say outside it say 30. Yeah. You are set to, let's say 18. Yeah. It knows that gap. It knows the calculation that engineers will do. Then it knows at what, but remember, it wants to bring the temperature to where you put it within a very uh, short time. So it knows how much volume of air you should push in at what temperature to let you get the, the, the ambient temperature you want to create inside a car for you to yeah. have your comfort. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> so, we'll get it now. Yes. <laughs> now, we, we talked about evaporator, condenser, uh, compressor, and hose mm -hmm. linking them. What are the new add-ons now? The new add-ons, like you said, the pressure switch. Now, we call them pressure transducers. Mm -hmm. So, they become electronic, and they, they, are, they are connected to the engine management system. Yeah. So they know how hot the engine is. And then they think, quote unquote, whether it is safe for you to even have the AC running. Because assuming you don't have coolant in your radiator, they know. They can know. Because there's a sensor monitoring the coolant, the temperature of the engine. It's, it's, it's a full integrated system. Sure. There, there's the temperature of the engine. You had the, the radiator there, which takes the water or the, or the coolant to go into the engine. So there's a sensor which knows the temperature of the engine. Says that information to the, the major system, and then the AC also. If you have refrigerant in the line, there's a pressure buildup. In case the pressure drops, let's say there's a gas leakage, and the pressure drops, you can destroy your compressor. So that pressure that is built in the AC system, yeah, it's also sent. There's also a sensor which also sends it to the engine management system, which you call the control board or ECM. Yeah. Then once you get all this feedback, these are sensing information. There's processing. The computer processes the information and they give a command that shut the compressor down to protect it. Hey. 
knowledgeable in these things and then we can use an example yeah. uh, of a of a Toyota vehicle and you're driving and the compressor has a problem. Right. Or it's seized. Right. Yeah, the control the, the AC control begins to blink. So you don't have access to your AC again. Protect you. Protect it's protecting you. Protect the system from getting totally damaged and costing you so much to repair. <laughs> okay, okay, so yeah, but send in your messages if you have any issues with your air condition. Now, the system has advanced. Me, I think I'm having the basic, the most basic AC system in my car, so I can't even be. You can't imagine what you're talking about. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Look, now, the morning cars, for instance, the AC, the person sitting behind you yeah. can, con can take his own, you, the driver, can have your temperature. In your space. Uh, in your space. Your space. And the, one behind, the one behind you can also have his temperature in his space. The every system now, even the car seat that you sit on. Yes, it's cool. You are driving your back is. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so I just, I'm just excited. I'm just excited. So if you have any issues with your air condition, if yours is as basic as mine, send in your questions to zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. If yours is as advanced as what the gentlemen are talking about now, which is just going over my head, send it into zero five four nine nine eight six. 996 and then we'll talk about acs uh, all through this hour of the show and then we'll talk about common problems that these machines are likely to face and how you can diagnose and fix them mm. this is what we're here to do today simple as that because christmas is coming you're going to be in traffic a lot you're going to use these systems a lot and uh, of course like i said we're recapping all the conversations we've had especially you know ones that are really really important to your driving experience this season so some of your questions will be coming in. Uh, we'll be going through them in a bit. So let's go through um, um, some of the things that um, <clears throat> these new systems bring and the likely problems that they are, I mean, they, they could possibly bring. So let's, 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 let's jump into that before how to diagnose and how to fix. So let's do the likely problems these new systems may generate. I, I, I think from, from experience, you yeah. see has... Um, because it's, it's, it's pressure, yeah. Because it's pressure related, yeah. So you tend to have leakages, and then you tend to have system clogging up, right? And then of late, we're having problems also with the blower motors because now we also have the digital blower motors, you see. Yes, and we don't have the analog like in your car, no, they are digital. The, bl the blower motor is talking about is when you put in the AC. The one who blows the air into the car. Yeah. The blower motor. Digital now. That the blower, blower motor. Yes. Okay. Th th those ones have issues yeah. or may have issues. Sometimes you have to take a dial. You, you switch. You, you you push a switch yeah. to the right or to the left. You, you like a real start in the in the faces. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now you press a knob, and then you can choose your speed here and there. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So these things are likely to. How how do you diagnose? Is it, does the system show on the dashboard or? If something is happening to your car, how do you know which is which? No, the, when you talk about diagnostics, you have um, the consumer diagnostics, the one using the AC diagnostics. So for you, the air gets warm. Right. And then you have to go to the professional. Yeah. And then the professional will diagnose. And, and that is where we always have some glitches mm. because it has to be done by somebody who is well trained. Right. So this guy will use a manifold gauge. Now we even use uh, automotive scan tools. That's right. We hook them up, and then we can check everything. And then readings come out, and you have to do calculations. Calculations. Yes. Sure. 
Tell me about it. What do you mean you have to do calculations? See, the, the first thing is that the the you feel that the air is warm. That's the, the sometimes the you feel the air is not coming. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when you put that diagnostic machine there, you can read the codes. So you can even read the pressure. You can even tell the amount of uh, refrigerant that is in, 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 in it, and then you know whether it's cause of a leakage or a normal shortage. But the system is supposed to be foolproof. Yeah. But as you said, there are joints there, there are, there are seals there, and then they see they deteriorate after some time because it gets warm, it gets cold, and after some time they get hard and you can have some small, small leakages. Yeah. So in that case, when, 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 when you're able to get these figures, uh, the, the, you're able to read, the, you, you can put the equipment to even measure the amount of refrigerant in it. Yes. So in case you're going to top up, you know how much to top up. Right. The system, you can even draw the old refrigerant into the system, you measure it. Let's say, let's say you need, let's say, one liter, I'm just, in, in, in the system. When you measure it, you have, let's say, 0 0.8 liters. Yeah. Then you know that you're only supposed to top up about 0 0.2. So the customer doesn't pay for the full one liter, sort of. So this yeah. is all, this is some of the calculations you're talking about. And, and then you also have to go a little bit further. Mm -hmm. You see, like I said, the AC system is integrated with other components of the vehicle. Okay. It's no more standalone. Yeah. So then you ask yourself, what is making this system fail? Mm -hmm. And then you, so, so you leave the AC sphere and get into other systems. So a good knowledge of uh, vehicle management system is required. Because if you don't fix that, and you fix the AC, the problem will reoccur. But the basic AC is the five or six items are listed earlier. Yes, area. I that's remember that. Basic. Yes, yes, that's the basic one. So that one, in case mm -hmm. there's a gas leakage, to show now the management system you set you have set your ac yeah answer temperature is 30 set it to 18. in the management system it's not functioning well you'll never get the inside temperature to be 18 as you want the basic system may be working all right what? <laughs> <laughs> the basic why, system why the, so my question is mm, okay now, okay fine 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 let's let's right. why what what's 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 the, the advance i mean i know advancements are important mm -hmm. Is the new system like more advantageous than the old system, yes. and why? Now I want to know because it feels like with the old system, it's so basic that if there's something wrong, I know that yeah, when I then my this thing is not working. But this one will go and trigger something else and trigger something else. No, it's and trigger something, something that else. triggers it. It's something that backs the AC. It's not the AC that is backing something. So you need to know it because you see, um, when 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 we were younger. There, you put on the AC, and then somebody goes to the mechanic, he adjusts the carburetor for the rev to go up to be able to take the added, the added, added yes. speed. And then with time, we added a vacuum uh, switching valves yes, to control. That's right. mm -hmm. And then with the vacuum switching valves, with time, they stick in and we have problem. Now they put them in the ECM. All right? That's control mode or the yes, computer yes. control so board. So when you turn on the AC, just like the gentleman said, you turn on the AC, the engine recognizes that it's an added load. So it mm -hmm. adjusts itself accordingly. Fuel consumption. See, see, fuel management is all part of it because, you know, AC naturally, you consume some fuel. Yes. But we want to optimize the efficiency. So that we want to optimize the efficiency of the system so that the, the temperature that we set will be as close as you want it or even better. At the same time, we want to make sure that you are very comfortable in your car. At the same time, to make sure that you are not consuming excessive fuel. So, there's, so uh, it is fact that if you have individual system, you, you, you switch this, you switch this, you switch that, that may not be convenient. So there is an integrated system, sure. you press a knob, something takes over, and they start doing all this thing for you. Or oh, the guy has set it to 18, the answer is 30. 
So this is the amount of air he needs because the inside, he just put the AC on. So I have to blast him full air to the full. After some time, then I reduce it to myself. That the system will bring it down. Make sure you have that optimized. Sometimes it will cut the AC system. Sure. It will, it will, because if the AC system is to continue running, you can have a blockage in the line. In case there's any any any, any water condensation okay, or something, now, you can block. Now, now I know so the this advantage. Are, uh -huh, is, so uh, these are these things. So everything because now is when it's on, it's on. Uh, if so I want to turn it that, that's, that, that's, that's why you're not enjoying what you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you get it now. I get so, it now. So like he's saying, when you are traveling from here to Takrad, mm. and you're on the freeway, you set it to 18. Once it hits 18, the system knows that you are alone in the vehicle. Mm. Once it's, it gets to 18, the AC rests, quote-unquote, until temperature inside rises to like 20. Right. Then it brings it down to 18. With time, you can maintain the 18 for 20, 30 kilometers without the AC working. Mm. So you are saving the fuel. <laughs> if you have four people in the car, yeah. if you have four people in the car, because you are briefing. I'm sitting here smiling like a villager. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me go through some of your messages. Uh, we're talking AC today on the show. This is the Auto Show if you just tune in. My name is Osei Kwame, and I'm in the studio with Gerard of Otocho and uh, Mr. Jacob Mensah of Brian's Toyota. Good evening, Kwame. Please, my car is a Hyundai Accent 2012. I have a big AC problem. When it's, uh, connected to, when it's connected, my engine vibrates terribly. A mechanic tried fixing it and claims that he bought new compressor, condenser, expansion valve, AC filter. Still, the AC can't work. The last time I tried fixing my fan belt, the last time I tried fixing, my fan belt got torn twice in an afternoon because... Apparently, the AC motor wasn't aligned with other stuff. How am I going to fix this? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Get, get the original AC part for the Hyundai 2012. See, you're talking about misalignment. Sure. It means the compressor I had there was not proper. Okay. One, the correct one. And two, I don't even know why all those compressors are changed. Sometimes it can happen. In case you are pulling inside the compressor and it's, it's, uh, there are some wear in it, yeah. you can push into the lines. It can happen. But how they don't happen often. But what I think is once it has a misalignment and the belt is turning, it means that naturally this is not properly fixed. Yeah. I don't even know whether the settings were right. The RDSP control system yes. are right. I don't yes. even know. Yeah, yeah. You, you get it. I, I don't, I, I, so, so, so what is happening is that uh, he may have to get somebody else or go back to the same mechanic and make sure you get the right items to uh, couple them on the engine for you. Because, uh, you see, when the belt tears, mm -hmm. this is a vehicle that uses one serpentine belt. It runs everything, including your water pump. Mm -hmm. If it tears, engine temperature will go up. That's right. A lot of things will be affected, including our AC. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, um, 0549-986-996, that is our WhatsApp number. And uh, I'm going to open up the phone lines for you to call in as well in a bit, in a bit. But in the meantime, well, Total Petroleum is continuously innovating and delivering better energy solutions that bring value to its cherished customers. Introducing uh, the new addition to the Total Quartz range, the Quartz 9000 Future GF50W20, a fully synthetic fuel economy engine oil specially formulated with age resistance technology that is the art for the latest generation engines that require zero w20 for your car so if it's costly grade in that class plus 9000 future gf5 zero w20 reduces your fuel consumption increases your oil change interval ensures excellent protection and cleanliness 
protects emission control systems and reduces the release of harmful emission into the environment. Total Quartz 9000 Future GF50W20 delivers beyond performance. Total Quartz engine oil keep your engine younger for longer. So many other questions coming in. Let me go through some before I open the phone lines. Good day, please. I want to know what causes my engine to shake sometimes when I put on my AC. You can answer that now. We've taught you enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so because the, the, the weight, I mean, when you turn on uh, the, the engine, if your idle speed, for example, it's not right. It's not right. It's, not right. it's going to vibrate. See? You're putting weight on your engine. I so say you're fantastic. Yes, yes. That, that's why. If, if, if your compressor. It's not right. It's not if right. You're, if you're, yes, if it's not right. If your compressor capacity, they have capacities. Yes. Yes. In relation to engine capacity. That's so right. If it is more it will vibrate if if you don't service the engine well yeah you have such problems especially the air side of the engine the air intake system yeah, yeah the air intake system. and if, even even if you don't if you don't have the compressor well tightened it can also vibrate and even engine seat can also cause vibration yes so i don't know somebody will have to check it to be very sure what is causing the vibration but it's so there are a lot of things can speed, cause it it's not, but most of the other speed up system is most of the corporate right most of the time what is the function of the idle sensor and what happens to the car when it's not working <laughs> for Mofuribu I think but I, I think it's well, for the idle sensor self, it self, is to self. sense the idle speed yes either so with working. or without AC yeah so if it's not working it means I cannot sense you have the AC extra load has come on and so the engine speed must go up you cannot sense that so in that case the engine will feel heavier yeah and you have a shaking yeah you have a drop in pulling if you want to step up and move. You have a drop in pulling. And the castle consume fuel. So basically, these are the three things I will talk about. All right. Please, I use a Toyota Corolla 2015. Uh, and uh, when I'm about to stop at a traffic light, I sometimes feel an impact as if someone has hit my back. Though the gearbox picks fast when it changes, um, please, what could it be? Though the gearbox picks fast when it changes, right? What anyway, this is not linked to the AC. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't know what is happening, but you see, if you feel the impact at the back, the back, there's, an, there's a, a, a beam there which holds the ties. There are bushings inside them. In case of them, it's loose because I assume that it's breaking. If it's breaking, there are forces on the drum. So in case the, the brake shoes are not properly fitted, they are, they, are, they are out of place. Yeah. It can have, or getting stuck, it can have that boom. Sometimes, too, if the beam, there's a weakness there in the suspension, it also gives some noise. The best thing to do is to get a technician to examine it and help him out. Sometimes, too, it could be maybe when it's shifting down, because once it's, as, as it's stepping on the brakes, I assume that it's automatic, as you're saying, and then the gearbox will be shifting down. Sometimes you have some, what we call shifting shock. Uh -huh. You are shifting shock. It can be up when you are shifting forward. And that's when the, when the shift is going up or when it's coming down. I don't know what it is. So the best is to get a technician to drive the car, have a feel of it, and have a physical examination of the back system, or if you have a feel, whether the shifting shock, when you find a transmission, or there's a weakness in the in the in the in, in the drum or, or the beam which is holding the tires at the back. All right. So that's uh, that one. Let me open the phone lines: zero three zero two 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 four nine five nine. 0302230075. That is zero three zero two. Two two four nine five nine and zero three zero two two three zero zero seven five. Call in if you have any issues. We'll find answers for you. Alternatively, our email address again is total.autoshow at gmail.com. 
my mechanic said that the engine coolant was leaking through the evaporator so he disconnected the hose going through it is that a good thing and what is um the likely issue i'm i might face i don't understand this because how can the engine coolant leak through yeah, the evaporator yeah yeah um what they normally mean is the heater core you see we have the evaporator oh, okay. Core. okay 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 but but no but sometimes too i don't know sometimes yeah. you can also have the 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 the, yes, the condensate dropping yes coming so that's why i'm confused because you don't have the uh, the engine coolant leaking through the evaporator, the evaporator no, no no but but the evaporator can can, can sweat and then when the sweat dripping into the uh -huh, instead of it dripping outside there's a, there's a, there's a small uh, drain at the base of the evaporator which normally drain the uh, condensate outside sometimes you go through mud and it get blocked in that case the tray under the evaporator gets full up and then normally the the the, the passenger the driver's side whether that's the right to the driver you get the floor getting wet i don't know whether that's what he's talking about okay but it's confusing I don't, i'm it's not sure if it has happened to him already because he is asking what likely issues he might face let me take this phone call hello hello good afternoon can you please reduce the volume of the radio set we're getting feedback here all right, sure. All right. Who am I talking uh, with and uh, from where? I'm Abdelman. I'm calling from Christian Village. All right. I use this here morning, but anytime I put on my AC and I accelerate, I mm. get this noise coming from the engine side. What mm. kind of noise, please? Um, I see something is scratching against each other and it doesn't pull properly. The car doesn't pull properly. Every time the AC is on? Yes, anytime I put it on. Okay, stay tuned. We're going to find an answer for you. Let me take another phone call so that we can have them uh, answered. Hello? 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 Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Um, your name and where you're calling from? Uh, this is Adam's calling from Camden. All right. What issue do you have for us? Please, I use Corolla 2016. Mm -hmm. uh, last year, thereabout, I had a problem with my chum. Some. So I have to yes, so it, it got busted. So mm -hmm. I have to change the whole engine. So I changed the engine. Since then, it seems that whenever I start the car, the engine vibrates a little, and then I burn a lot of fuel. You burn a lot of fuel. Yes, so whenever the AC, I'm using the AC. Okay. But if I'm using the engine normal, it doesn't it doesn't burn fuel. All right. Fuel consumption is okay. And then please, if I can chip in this one in, my gearbox, it doesn't pick earlier. I don't know. Okay. Sometimes if you are on a heap, if I'm a stationary and I want to move the car, I'm on a heap, and I press the accelerator, it doesn't move. Unless maybe I get it goes to a motion before it picks and then it goes. I don't know what the problem might be. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So you. three things to answer. <clears throat> first, the first one before we go to the Kia Morning guy who says he hears some noise. What could it possibly be? When he's using the AC and it's in motion. Yes. This needs to be looked at. I don't know what type of noise. Is it belt noise? It, says, can say it's it sounds like related. something is scratching against each other. Yeah. So, so it needs to be looked at. The belt, as he's saying, the belt can cause it. Sometimes when you put on the AC, there's a clutching system. That, comes, that, that goes into place. It can also be, 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 be a factor. Then even the butt, the, apart from the butt itself, there's a adjuster on the butt. Once you put the DC, an extra load has come there. Yeah. The adjuster can also make noise. It can also be a bearing. 
And uh, so, so that's why that's why we normally advise that when you have such issues, get in touch with a mechanic. We will give a general advice, but a mechanic who gets access to the car we'll know can narrow it down wants. and help. Yeah. So there's noise. It can be from the belt. It can be a bit of belt slipping, sure. or it can be the quality of the belt no good. It can be the the compressor having issues because there's a bearing inside it, or the clutching mechanism failing. It could be anything. So the best unless somebody have access to the car. And then nail down the problem for you and help you sort out. So, can I chip in this one too? Yes. The care money is a small vehicle, mm -hmm. so he will also want to know whether he's probably gone somewhere and then for the AC service and they have recharged the system, refilled with refrigerant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If it's overcharged, this is a very small engine, and you can have all these problems. Yeah, overcharge, the pressure will be too high. Wow. That, can, that can have it. Okay, so then the second the one. The cooler guy, uh, one, he says he had a braking sump. He changed the engine, and since then, when he put it, he see the vibration. And it, it, it consumes uh, yeah, a lot yes, of fuel. Yes, uh, I was well. taking it one by one from there. Yeah. So it could be linked to the, how the AC system uh, has been fixed for him. The idle up mechanism may not be right. May, the, 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 the tuning may, may, not, may not be right for him. I also don't even know the engine that you put in. Whether it's the same as the one you took, or the compressor can even be different. It could be the same type of engines, they might different compressor capacities. Right. Meanwhile, it's coupling to the same engine system that he had already. So that could also be. And I also talk about fuel consumption. The transmission that is talking about could also contribute to it. The AC may be a contributing factor because probably it's not properly done. Blah, blah, blah. But the, 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 the transmission is also talking about also because it says that when it doesn't respond early, mm -hmm. if you have low transmission fluid, it can happen. If the transmission fluid quality has dropped, it needs to be changed. I'll not change it. It can happen. It is getting aware in the transmission uh, disk that the, it, can, it can also happen. So all these things should all be looked at. And then uh, sorted out. Maybe uh, my brother will have to. Yeah, I think it's basically the same. You see, um, the, some of the issues that we come up with is when we are changing engine, we, we, we look at the engine and then maybe 1.8. We see a 1.8 engine and we think that is for that vehicle. Mm -hmm. But it might not be because the 1.8 is the engine capacity. But it, not, it might not be for my car because of certain electronics. So yeah. engines are vehicle design specific. So you just change them, and then once you couple them together, your existing system is not matching the yeah. replaced engine. And then that is where some your of problems will begin. We, yeah. we see them a lot. Sometimes even the design of the pistons is totally different. You have the same 1.8 engine for the same, let's say, cola. But because they are different years, the, the year of production could be different. Which, which you may not have on the stamp on the end, you may not know. Yeah. Sometimes they are lined, they are the same. But if you actually couple them, they are not the same. They are instances, even the timing are not the same. Right. Okay, so your new engine could have... So you have yeah, so you have to make sure Check that it. what you Check had was a exact replica of the one you, you had earlier. All right. Good evening, OS Kwame. I drive a Corolla 2006 uh, CE. Uh, my AC guide disconnected the two valves to the right side of the engine. He says it's disconnected to, he said it's connected to my heater and it is what makes the car hot whenever the AC is on. Please, is this normal and can it cause any future issues for the car? Pepra from Achimota. Mm, uh, two things. Um, normally when the heater core leaks, then it's disconnected. But the recommended procedure is to have the heater core replaced. Now, if it is not leakage, but then you have what you call flap control problems. So uh, you turn on the AC, and when you turn on the AC, it's supposed to be cold air until commanded to mix air. 
when it's not when when it, the system cannot do that you have heated air coming into the ac space and with this then in the afternoon the vehicle might not be uh, the chilling might too much too much for you so the best is to have the guy look at the course and if it's a flap problem fix it because uh, with time as the vehicle grows older uh, because of uh, frequent flap travels then they don't close fully fully and then you have what you call air seepages. Maybe you get your cold air going to the hot side or the hot air coming. And hot air is always stronger than the cold. cold. Yes. And so after driving for some time, then you have the hot air coming into your AC space. And then the vehicle will not be able to attain the, the commanded uh, uh, in-cabin temperature. All right. Yeah, so, the, so the heating system might be looked at, especially where, where, the, where the switches, where you're able to, within the engine. Yes, there's a there's a place there, because when you use it, when you are using the heating system, it's actually hot air from the engine. That right, it, what that goes there, and then the air blows over it under the AC. So, in case the heating system, as it says, no closing very well, and then you have the hot air running, uh, the hot water or the hot coolant running there, and then the air is blowing, is mixing with the one inside with the AC. Then you have you have that trouble. Yeah, so you so have chill there, you have yeah. lukewarm air. Okay. All right, so I hope you're getting your answers. Hi, I'm using a 2016 Toyota Corolla. I changed my engine since then. Whenever I start the AC, the compressor seems to be stronger than the engine. It, it makes the engine vibrate small, and I burn a lot of fuel than normal than my previous engine. I think this is the guy who ended up calling. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the same. When the yeah. compressor is even too big, the see, when we started, Jared told us, that the compressors, their specifications, their sizes, yeah. their capacities. So if you want to have there is too is too big, if in weight that is one, or in its capacity, it's bigger than what's supposed to be there. They can have troubles. Then in that case, you may end up overcharging the system, because that compressor is supposed to take more. Yes, more of the refrigerant. Yeah. yeah. All right. I recently fixed my AC in my Kia Sportage, and uh, it looks like the thermostat cut is very frequent, like 10 seconds. Is it normal? Also, does AC finish um, finishes if it's not leaking? Uh, oh, okay. I think what he means is that, that does the gas run out? If, if it's, it's not, not leaking, yeah. No, it's a seal unit. So if it runs out... It means it's leaking somewhere. Then you have a leakage. Yeah. And then uh, what he's talking about, the thermostat cut, very frequent. He will have to let us know whether it's affecting the performance of the AC. Because if every 10 seconds it cuts, then there is a problem. Mm, it's too early. It's cutting too early. It's cutting too early. Because before it cuts, it's supposed to cool the passenger compartment. You see, the AC now, maybe, I don't know the year, but you see the, the, the rear uh, windshield, mm. there, there, there is a defogger there. That's the right. Heater. It also serves as, quote-unquote, a policeman for the AC. Cool mm -hmm. air is supposed to heat it. Then it knows that the whole interior is cold before it commands the thermostat to cut out the compressor. So if every 10 seconds, then it means the vehicle wouldn't be... You're cooling properly. properly. Yeah. Yeah, so then you're, just, the system you overuse though. It's just like yes. you're doing a lot of yes, no, yeah. yes, and no, And then yes, the system no. resting, it's always working. It's always yeah, working. Yeah, because so, some so cutting there might be some thing. problems there. Probably the engine cooling fan is not working well. Probably mm -hmm. the radiator is clogged up. Mm -hmm. You see, probably the AC, the AC system is overcharged. Yes. And probably uh, wiring problems. Okay. 
Um, this one says, uh, hello, Kwame, is it mandatory to always switch off the AC before turning off the engine? Are there any negative consequences if you keep uh, turning on the car engine with the AC already on? So, I can take but, that one. Okay, okay. Th- this question is not a yes or no sort of answer. Okay. Uh, normally, it's better for you to, 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 to put the AC off before turning off the when is uh, before I turn the engine off, and then when you start the engine, you start the engine and turn the AC on. Yeah, naturally, once the engine is cranking, the other auxiliary system shut down. Let's say you have a radio on. You said that you had a radio on. Maybe uh, bef- you, you didn't put the radio off. I saw you put the key on. The radio is on. Once they start cranking, the radio shuts down. Yeah, but it's not the best to have these systems all on when you are starting. It's not the best, but. The, the effect will not be so bad, but except that when you take the key on, they all start drawing current. Something can affect your starting. So, the best option is that you come to a stop. Last time I was telling you that normally, it, let's say you're going to get home, you're not going to get home in the next two or three yeah, minutes. You should, you should turn you it can off. Turn, you can turn this compressor off and yeah. allow the air to still blow. Yeah. So that it kind of uh, dries in case there's any wetness on there. Yes, yes. The, these days we have uh, filters, carbon filters. Yeah. Because it can easily get to sickle because it can, if it's wet, you can have more than other things coming there. So you get it to dry. Then when you stop, you put the AC off properly. Put the radio off and put the engine off. All the lights, blah, blah, off. And then the more you start in the morning, you start the engine as it runs, even with the, with the AC. We even prefer that when, in case the car was in the sun, that when you sit in, you should even drop the glasses Windows, down, down. Turn on the, the AC. Engine, turn on the AC so to blow for some for, time for before some time it reaches up again. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's better for him to have the systems off before you start your car. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, follow-up questions that mechanic said the engine coolant was leaking through the evaporator, so he disconnected that one. He said the mechanic saw the engine coolant dripping onto the floor. The floor. The floor. As my AC was on. Then said the dripping through the evaporator because the evaporator was bought. Hence the disconnection <laughs> of the hoses that passed through the evaporator. Oh, no, there's nothing. There's no the the coolant engine coolant doesn't pass through the evaporator. That one goes through the radiator. But the the heater system is 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 behind the it's under the dashboard area there. If the heater system is leaking, you can actually see some of the coolant leaking onto the floor. You can see it, but it's nothing to the evaporator. In case the leakage was to the right side on 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 the floor, that's more likely it's the condensate for the sweating evaporator. That is leaking because the, the base, the, the container under it, we're supposed to take the condensate and allow it to drain out. That drain is blocked. In that case, the matter of just deblocking or taking out the blockage from the drain, and that's it. But I'm telling you, the, 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 the coolant, engine coolant doesn't go to evaporator. Okay. <sighs> what could be the cause of this? This is all my last few questions I'm going to put out there. Actually, just two more if we can. Uh. Um, because, I mean, we need to answer these, but we can't do them all. And if you have any questions and your question hasn't been read on the show, kindly send us an email to total.autoshow at gmail.com. We'll find answers for you off air. Total.autoshow at gmail.com. What could be the cause of leakages that are not found, but what AC cools... If leakages are if not found. leakages are not found, but AC cools as soon as it is filled with gas, but produces heat after some days. Then you have a leakage. Yeah. 
you just but he's saying that you know if the leakage is not found <laughs> yes i mean finding leakages is, is one of the biggest uh headache of ac technicians That's yeah right. so we use uh, there are many processes number one you can use tracer dye and then you fill it up the person uses the ac for some time he comes back and we have the light the uv light and the can tell you tell you where, where, the, where the leakages especially when you have microscopic leakages mm. Now we use leak detectors that can sniff them out. And then recently, uh, we are using what we call the ultrasonic leak detectors. You put them around, you have earpieces like this one, and then they can actually but pick hear. up, yes, a certain frequency. You can hear the hissing sound. You see, so even, <laughs> when, even when a mouse yawns, <laughs> you can hear. <laughs> so it has a leakage. <laughs> yeah, yes, because, because there's a leakage, yes. when, it, when it charges up, then the, the system, system works. works. When the when the pressure drops, hold the leakage. The system fills. Wow. So he has a leakage. Please, we'll end it here. <laughs> we'll end it here. Which one? Is it possible to fix a different car brand AC motor to another one? Can it work? Is, is it that one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. Okay, so yeah, that's this is where we'll end today's edition of the show. I mean, <laughs> wow, so many questions. But yes, ACs have been broken down. And uh, if your questions were not answered, kindly send us an email to total.autoshow at gmail.com. That is total.autoshow at gmail.com. Stay tuned for um, Sports Flash coming your way. I was in the studio with Mr. Jacob Mensah and Gerard of Auto Chill. Mr. Jacob Mensah of Brands Toyota. So yeah, thank you very much, gentlemen, for passing through the studio and breaking it down. Now I know that my AC is very basic. <laughs> Let me go and sit inside and go to my house. Coming up is Sports Flash. It's okay. <laughs> Catch you again next week. My name is Jose Kwame. Adios for now. Ah, you know, Papa see that. No, no, no. Be this, this guy in old days. Hey, honey, that's my old school friend, Papa C. Hey, he's, 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 he's Ricky Tika. Hey, this guy, Papa C. That's for you. Always making fun of people. Hey, Papa C. Papa Are you going for Rosemont's wedding? Yeah, my guy. Charlie, I'll go meet you there. Bobo! Bobo! You're a regga Bobo Yele, really? <laughs> Honey, you know, that's old school stuff, man. And you're true. But didn't you see him at the feeling station? The total feeling station? I didn't see him. Oh. There was a total quartz gallon on his car. I think he was changing his oil. Oh. Ah, this Rikitika changing oil. <laughs> Yehoah, how this car fit past me? Total quartz. Keep your engine younger for longer.